Hi, this is your host, Bernita Howard, Alive and Vibes, and the founder of Breaking the Silence on Domestic Violence. We come to you to bring you awareness and educate you on the mass. Did you know domestic violence is real? And it may affect you in many different forms, physical, psychological, financial, spiritual, emotional, and sexual. We have our co-host today, which is the Ms. Shalina Hensley, and she is going to bring you some Child sexual assault and domestic violence. Hi, Shalina. How are you? I'm fine. How about you? I'm doing great. And just so you guys know, Shalina is part of our organization. So we said that on Monday nights that we will bring awareness. And so that you know that when we're bringing awareness, we're not just living off somebody else's story. These are stories that we have ourselves. So, Shalina, can you introduce yourself to the um, audience, please? Yes, my name is Shalina Hansley. All right, and you want to give us any information about yourself? Yes, um, I'm Shalina Hansley. I have five kids, nine grandkids, and one on the way. All right, that is that is a blessing all in itself. So, Shalina, let me ask you so we can get into our talk and everything. What is domestic violence? Okay, domestic violence is is violence or other abuse in a domestic setting, such as a marriage or a relationship that you are in. That's right. And and so so people understand, um, as I say in my intro, domestic violence comes in many different forms. It could be physical, it could be psychological, it could be emotional, um, financial, spiritual, and sexual. And so, um, and so people understand it's with an intimate partner, as you said, either your spouse or, you know, your significant other or someone you have been intimate with. So we always try to stress that. So this month is um, Sexual Assault Awareness Month and Child Abuse Awareness Month. And so we were supposed to have an event, which you were supposed to be the host of that event. And because of the pandemic, we had to do things a little different. So um, as a team, we decided that, you know, we would do these interviews so we can still bring awareness to the people. So let me ask you this, um, because you're going to get into your story, you know, and and then people understand. So, in child abuse, um, child sexual assault. Can you tell our audience what child sexual assault is? Okay. Child assault is a sexual abuse identified as the involvement of a child, child in sexual activity that he or she in. Right. So. A child don't have a right to say that they want to be sexually involved with anyone. Right. So if someone violates them, you know. Um, so one form of child sexual assault is rape, and the other one is molestation. Right. Can you tell our listeners what molestation is? Molestation is a sexual assault or abuse of a person, etc., a woman or a child. Right. And so I want people to understand, okay, that's what child sexual assault is. But child child abuse is when a parent or a caregiver cause injury, death, or emotional harm right. or risk of serious harm to a child. And so forms of child child abuse is maltreatment, neglect, 
physical abuse, sexual abuse, exploitation, and emotional abuse. And the reason we talk about this through our organization, because um, domestic violence and um, child abuse, you know, have some of the same similarities, especially with physical abuse, sexual assault, um, and emotional abuse. So, um, you answered my next question was, you know, when we bring awareness, have you ever talked about, since you um, told us you have children, do you make your children aware of the different forms of abuse that, that is out there? Yes, I do. Okay. And <clears throat> when I know the child sexual assault is like one that you're passionate about bringing awareness to. Yeah. And so people are going to kind of understand when we get into it, because I want you to tell them, not tell your whole story and let me just, you know, walk you through it. But how old were you when you first um, was sexually assaulted? I was, ten I was nine. So you was nine years old when you was first sexually assaulted. And so this is why she has the, you have the passion of, you know, making people aware of child sexual assault. So, mm -hmm. um, nine years old, you were um, sexually assaulted. You have children now, so you make them aware. Do you have any daughters in your home? Yes, I have three in my um, home and uh, one granddaughter in my home. And so how many daughters in all do you have? I have four daughters. Okay. So you have four daughters and a granddaughter. Yes. Are you very weary who you have around your children and your grandchildren? Yes, I am. So can you tell the people why you're weary of who is in your home? Because for one... You don't know, like, the background of a person, um, you know, by them, you know, male or female, because for one, you know, I don't trust because I've been through, you know, so much with, you know, with with it or whatever, with um, a male, you know, because you don't trust, you don't trust everybody. Okay, so I'm glad that you said that. So you don't trust males in your home. Is there a particular reason why you don't trust males um, in your home, you know, around your daughters? Did something happen to you um, that caused you that overprotection? Yes. Um, my mom had um, a boyfriend and that, you know, my mom would leave us home and, you know, had to, you know, she had to work and, you know, he start, you know, um, start to, you know, touch us in places inappropriate. And, you know, we were young. So he touched you guys at inappropriate places. Um, and let's let's take it back to your childhood. And I know this is a touchy, touchy um, feeling. So you said he would touch us. Did he touch mm -hmm. more than just you in the home? No, um, no, he touched my sister too. Okay, so um, let's let's talk about your story. So um, you have this man in the home. To your um, to many on the outside, he looked as if he was a father figure, right? Right. Okay. So he's in the home with you guys. He just fondles with you, or did he um, 
did he molest or rape you? Any of that? He um what molested me. It started, um, he asked me, Do I want to walk to the store with him? And, you know, by me being a child, you know, yeah, you know, I you know, I went, you know, because I like, oh I'm gonna give me some candy or whatever. Right. So we walked to the store and you know, we went in and you know, this when my molestation, you know, rape and all that start occur, you know, when we went into the woods and stuff. So let me ask you this, because I've heard you say this and I I, you know, listening to the story and now being able. So when he took you through the woods, was that a shortcut to the store or no? No, that won't no shortcut, you know, to the store. Okay. So he takes you in the wood, and this is where he forces himself inside of you, correct? Right. Okay. So um, so now he molests you, and you guys go home, right? Right. 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 Um, and so at nine years old, you're probably in what? the? I was like, the- yeah, about the fifth, fifth grade. Okay, so... You're, you're um, in third, fourth grade, something like that. So uh-huh. was it just this one time or was it repeatedly? It was repeatedly. All right. So he done it when your mom was away. She was at work, right? Right. So, um, and people, you'll always hear me say, if you follow us on, um, through the organization, if you follow us on Facebook and if you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, whatever, you always hear us say that your boyfriend is not your babysitter to be careful who you have. Um, so with that being said, um, he molests you a couple of times and then what happens? Did you get pregnant or? I got pregnant and by me being the age I was, I didn't know, you know, by me being a child, you know, I didn't know. So um, my mom began to get phone calls from the teacher but saying that I was pale. And I said, you know, how could I be pale? You know, so um, she began to take me to the doctor and when I go to the doctor, they tell her, um, or they told me that I was like six months already. So they asked me, do I want to have an abortion or keep it? So by me being a child, I said, I want to get an abortion. Okay. So um, at that age, your mom would have to sign for you to get an abortion. Right. Did your mom sign for you to get an abortion? No. Okay, so she didn't sign for you to get an abortion. Um, was what did they question you um, about who took your innocence or anything like that? Um, at that time, no, they didn't. You know, they didn't ask. You know, at that time, they was like investigating, but you know, they didn't ask. Okay, so all right, so you go through and you have this child. So you have your first child at the age of 10. Right. Okay. So you're in the same, um, same setting, you know, and so 10 years old, you have this, you have your child. So now you're having to grow up, not just be a, 
elementary school child that's going outside, you know, playing, but now you're having to be a mother. Right. All right. So once you came home and he know they that they're investigating, did the abuse stop? No, it kept going. It kept going. Mm-hmm. All right. So um what do you mean by it kept going? What happened? Um, it's same repeated, you know, same repeated. You know, my mama go to work. You know, he had, you know, start touching us, me and my sister. And um, after that or whatever, um, we went to school and uh, um, the counselor stopped questioning us, you know, what was going on and everything, because somebody already had to report it to the Department of Social Service. So, All right. And so, meantime, um, everything has started over, and you find out that you're pregnant again. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're pregnant again, and is it by the same guy? Yes, it's by the same guy. All right. So not only do you get pregnant, but your sister also get pregnant by him, correct? Correct. All right. So now this time you go in to deliver your child, um, the authorities get involved, correct? Correct. So um, once they get involved, were you guys separated from your mom after your um, second child? Mm-hmm. Okay, so what happened then? Did you go into like foster homes, group homes? What happened? We ended up going to foster home. Um, for um, me and my me and one of my sister was together, and my other um other two sisters they were separated from each other. Okay, and so your children are also involved right now. So were your children separated from you and your sister or? No, um, I ended up taking both of them with, you know, it with me because they didn't separate us. Okay. So the people who took you and your children also took in you and your sister. Uh-huh. So, um, all right. So now you have all of you guys are separated and, um, you know, you'll be trying to, uh-huh. Trying to find out where to go and you know how life is going to be, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And so, the family that you end up with, um, were they a good family or? Um, there was a good foster parent, very good. Okay. All right, and then you know you're growing up. You also have your children there. Were you and your children raised as sister, like most, like really close, almost like sisters and brothers, or? Did they still raise you as you're the mom? You know we're here to help you, but those are your children. Um, they we were raised as like sisters and brothers. Okay, so let's just make it clear for the audience: your your oldest two children, one is a girl and one is a boy, correct? Uh huh. Okay, so um, they go through this um with you, and not only that, um, your sister has a child at this time too, correct? Correct. And so was that child in the home with you guys or separated from you? He was in the same home with us too. Okay. So 
now we have three babies involved, two sisters, and your your children are not just cousins, but they're siblings also. Right. All right. So now Department of Social Services is involved. It's an investigation and everything. Do the courts get involved? Yes. So the courts get involved and is this man finally charged? Yes. All right. So he get charged. How many did um did he serve any time or what happened? Um, he got time. He got like a um, he got fifty for um, he got fifty years for me and fifty years for my sister. Wow. So he got a hundred years. Right. So he would never um get out. Right. Okay. So now let me ask you this because you have children by this man. Have your children ever built a relationship with their father? No. Mm. All right. So um, he molests you guys and everything. So let's just do a break for a second, but I need you to stay on. Okay. And um, we're going to do a commercial. And then when we come back, I want to find out um, what steps did you take for your healing? Okay. Okay. So stay on. So we're asking at um, this podcast is asking that our viewers share our podcast, help us build our listeners. And remember, the more the knows, the more we educate. So your support is necessary. Remember, listen, share, help us make everyone aware. Also, we use this app called Anchor. It is a free app. It um, connects to Spotify and all. Download it. It's free. You can deliver your podcast again on Spotify, Apple, and Podcasts right from your phone or your computer. It's everything you need to make the perfect podcast. Not only make a podcast, but make money as well. Again, download the purple app that says Anchor. Or you can go to the website at ANC. H-O-R.F-M and download anchor.com. So, Shalina, let's get back to it. So, now you have went through this. What did you find out um, that going through the abuse you went through, did it um, traumatize you? Yes, it, it traumatized me a great deal. Okay. So, um, growing... We skipped the part because I know that you was in elementary school. Did they allow you to continue um, regular elementary school or did you have to go to a different um, type of school? Um, I had to go. Um, they didn't let me finish elementary school, so I had to go to an alternative school with um, for um, bad kids and like people that was like failing their grades and stuff, people older than I was. All right. So, um, bullying is a big thing today. Did you suffer with bullying when you um, went through that transition in your life? Yes. So, let me ask you this before I ask you about your relationship with your mom. Have you um, done any type of counseling um, or anything to help you with your healing or your deliverance from what has happened to you? Yes. Um, I went to like different, um, but I had one main psychology 
that she was helping um, me through everything, talking to me, because I always felt like, you know, it was my fault that, you know, I got molested. You know, I always felt in my heart it was my fault. But, you know, I come to terms that, you know, you know, it didn't matter. It wasn't my fault. But, you know, I already fought myself for it. And I wore, like, dark clothes and stuff, you know. You know, mm-hmm. I even want to take my life, you know, because I like, you know what? It's not worth me living for. You know, I felt like, you know, it, it was my fault that, you know, I got molested, that I had my kids. All right. So you felt like it was your fault. But after you've done your therapy, has that helped you any? Um, It helped me a whole lot. Okay. And. So, what is your relationship like with your children, your older children? Um, we where we talk to my every day. Um, they know, you know, I'm their mama, and you know, um, well, they call me by my name. My son, he call me mom, but you know, we we have, you know, a relationship that you know we working on that you know. It, so you know, it's still we taking with, time. It uh, has been it has been years, but it's still taking time. Right. And and there's nothing wrong with that because you also have to realize that, you know, knowing your story and how they were um conceived, you know, it could bother them as well. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So now so I am so happy that you guys are building a bond and building a relationship because that is very important for the healing of all of you. Right. Um, I know also just listening to your story and you being a speaker for breaking the silence, have you going out, speaking out, um, not being shy, telling your story, has that helped you? Um, yeah, it helped me a whole lot because you know, I don't want other kids go through what I went through and back then you didn't hear about, you know molestation, nobody, you know, coming for, you know, telling, you know, hey, you know, I got molested by this person. You didn't hear that. So now, you know, we, you know, we got speakers now can go out and say, and somebody might be in the same predicament I was, and, you know, the, well, I can help them overcome, you know, look at me, you know, I overcame, you know, it right. was, so... It's not always easy, but right. speaking out and seeking the help that you need is so important. Right. So, you know, we tell people that all the time. Right. Seek help. And see, in the Black community, we're, we're often taught that what um, goes on in our home stay in our home. Right. But I'm so glad that you guys were able to get the help that you need. Right. Now, um, I know you said this was your mom's boyfriend and he was living in the home with you. Right. But have you forgiven your mom? Like, do you have a relationship with your mother? How is your relationship with her? Um, I forgave my mom because, you know, that's my mom. You only get one mom. And me and my mom relationship is great, you know, because some people would look, you know, because I'm telling my story. It's like I'm throwing my mom under the bus. If they really listen to the end of it, I forgave my mom, me and my mom, we close, you know, that's my ride or die chick. We close. That's right. 
That's right. And she is very supportive to breaking the silence. She is always with us when she she can be. Right. You know, um, she's very, very, very supportive. Right. And so, you know, um, she's your mom, and you know, most some of us have lost our mom, so she our mom too. <laughs> right. Yeah. So and it's awesome that you're able to tell your story and you know get it out there and you know maybe help somebody else and again th- with this month being april which is child sexual assault um not child sexual assault but child abuse awareness month and sexual assault awareness month any way that we can to bring awareness you know we- we're doing what we can and so right now doing the podcast and the different things like that is so helpful um, is there anything that you would want to say to our listeners? If you have, um, my thing, if you have small kids, girl or boy, you know, if you have a man or a female around your kids, I mean, listen to them. If they say, you know, this person touched me inappropriate, I don't feel comfortable, take a time out, you know, listen to your child, you know, your child's not gonna lie to you because you don't want them, you know, turn up later is like, well, mom, he did touch me, mom, she did touch me. And I, you know, I tried to tell you and you didn't want to listen to me. So, you know, I had to go tell somebody else, you know, what was going on. And so it's very important that we listen to our kids, grandkids, I mean anybody, you know, it's important that we listen to the kids because you know. They go through more than what we we ever been going through now, you know, because you never know when you got a predator, you know, scoping. Mm -hmm. And so I would say to anyone who's listening to always make sure you have a clear communication with your children. If your child said he or she was touched, um, there are rape kits out there. You know, you can take the necessary, you know, um, procedures. Make sure that you listen, you communicate with them, you have an open relationship with your child. Do not just turn your back on them because you do not know what you can do to them. Now, if for whatever reason, if you do the lie detective test, if you do the rape kit, and you know, that will be a whole nother episode. If they're not telling the truth, why do they want this person away from them? So, you know, everything is a cry for help. We have to take mental health serious as well. It is so important, and especially in a time that we're living in right now. Right. Um, but, um, Shalina, we want to say thank you so much for joining in, you know, um, having this conversation with us, letting people know that it's okay to speak out. It's okay to bring awareness. And keep doing what you do. We greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate you. And you're welcome. So, listeners, um, we will tell you, as always, stay tuned, listen, share, be educated, mindful, and aware. Thank you for listening to us on tonight. Follow us on Facebook at Breaking the Silence on Domestic Violence, Inc., on Instagram at BTSDV, and on Twitter at Vernita Howard 3 And right here on our podcast, don't forget to share, share, share. Thank you guys and have a good night. Hi, this is your host, Bernita Howard, Alive and Vibes, and the founder of Breaking the Silence on Domestic Violence. We come to you to bring you awareness and educate you on the mass. 
Did you know domestic violence is real? And it may affect you in many different forms, physical, psychological, financial, spiritual, emotional, and sexual. We have our co-host today, which is the Ms. Shalina Hensley, and she is going to bring you some Doing child sexual assault and domestic violence. Hi, Shalina. How are you? I'm fine. How about you? I'm doing great. And just so you guys know, Shalina is part of our organization. So we said that on Monday nights that we will bring awareness. And so that you know that when we're bringing awareness, we're not just living off somebody else's story. These are stories that we have ourselves. Hello, Shalina. Can you introduce yourself to the um, audience, please? Yes, my name is Shalina Hansley. All right, and you want to give us any information about yourself? Yes, um, I'm Shalina Hansley. I have five kids, nine grandkids, and one on the way. All right, that is that is a blessing all in itself. So, Shalina, let me ask you so we can get into our talk and everything. What is domestic violence? Okay, domestic violence is is violence or other abuse in a domestic setting, such as a marriage or a relationship that you are in. That's right. And and so so people understand, um, as I say in my intro, domestic violence comes in many different forms. It could be physical, it could be psychological, it could be emotional, um, financial, spiritual, and sexual. And so, um, and so people understand it's with an intimate partner, as you said, either your spouse or you know, your significant other or someone you have been intimate with. So we always try to stress that. So this month is um sexual assault awareness month and child abuse awareness month and so we were supposed to have an event which you were supposed to be the host of that event and because of the pandemic we had to do things a little different so um as a team we decided that you know we would do these interviews so we can still bring awareness to the people so let me ask you this um because you're going to get into your story and you know and, and then people understand so um in child abuse, um, child sexual assault. Can you tell our audience what child sexual assault is? Okay. Child assault is a sexual abuse identified as the involvement of a child, child in sexual activity that he or she in. Right. So a child don't have a right to say that they want to be sexually involved with anyone. Right. So if someone violates them, you know, um, so one form of child sexual assault is rape and the other one is molestation. Right. Can you tell our listeners what molestation is? Molestation is a sexual assault or abuse of a person, etc., a woman or a child. Right. And so I want people to understand, okay, that's what child sexual assault is. But child child abuse is when a parent or a caregiver cause injury, death, or emotional harm right. or risk of serious harm to a child. And so forms of child child abuse is maltreatment, neglect, physical abuse, sexual abuse, exploitation, and emotional abuse. 
And the reason we talk about this through our organization, because um, domestic violence and um, child abuse, you know, have some of the same similarities, especially with physical abuse, sexual assault, um, and emotional abuse. So um, you answered my next question was, you know, when we bring awareness, have you ever talked about, since you um, told us you have children, do you make your children aware of the different forms of abuse that, that is out there? Yes, I do. Okay. And when I know the child sexual assault is like one that you're passionate about bringing awareness to. Yeah. And so people are going to kind of understand when we get into it, because I want you to tell them, not tell your whole story and let me just, you know, walk you through it. But how old were you when you first um, was sexually assaulted? I was ten I was nine. So you was nine years old when you was first sexually assaulted. And so this is why she has the, you have the passion of, you know, making people aware of child sexual assault. So, mm -hmm. um, nine years old, you were um, sexually assaulted. You have children now, so you make them aware. Do you have any daughters in your home? Yes, I have three in my um, home and uh, one granddaughter in my home. And so how many daughters in all do you have? I have four daughters. Okay. So you have four daughters and a granddaughter. Yes. Are you very weary who you have around your children and your grandchildren? Yes, I am. So can you tell the people why you're weary of who is in your home? Because for one... You don't know, like, the background of a person, um, you know, by them, you know, male or female, because from what, you know, I don't trust because I've been through, you know, so much with, you know, with with it or whatever, with um, a male, you know, because you don't trust, you don't trust everybody. Okay, so I'm glad that you said that. So you don't trust males in your home. Is there a particular reason why you don't trust males um, in your home, you know, around your daughters? Did something happen to you um, that caused you that overprotection? Yes. Um, my mom had um, a boyfriend and that, you know, my mom would leave us home and, you know, had to, you know, she had to work and, you know, he start, you know, um, start to, you know, touch us in places inappropriate. And, you know, we were young. So he touched you guys at inappropriate places. Um, and let's let's take it back to your childhood. And I know this is a touchy, touchy um, feeling. So you said he would touch us. Did he touch mm -hmm. more than just you in the home? No, um, no, he touched my sister too. Okay, so um, let's let's talk about your story. So um, you have this man in the home. To your um, to many on the outside, he looked as if he was a father figure, right? Right. Okay. So he's in the home with you guys. He, he just fondles with you, or did he um, did he molest or rape you? Any of that? He um, 
what molested me. It started, um, he asked me, do I want to walk to the store with him? And, you know, by me being a child, you know, yeah, you know, I, you know, I went, you know, because I like, oh, I'm going to give me some candy or whatever. Right. So we walked to the store and, you know, we went into the woods and, you know, this when my molestation, you know, rape and all that start occur, you know, when we went into the woods and stuff. So let me ask you this, because I've heard you say this and I, I, you know, listening to the story and now being able. So when he took you through the woods, was that a shortcut to the store or no? No, that won't no shortcut, you know, to the store. Okay. So he takes you in the wood and this is where he forces himself inside of you, correct? Right. Okay. So, um, so now he molests you and you guys go home. Right. right, right, right. Um, and so at nine years old, you're probably in what the I was like, yeah, about the fifth, fifth grade. Okay, so you're, you're um in third, fourth grade, something like that. So uh-huh. was it just this one time, or was it repeatedly? It was repeatedly. All right, so. He done it when your mom was away. She was at work, right? Right. So, um, and people, you'll always hear me say, if you follow us on, um, through the organization, if you follow us on Facebook, and if you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, whatever, you always hear us say that your boyfriend is not your babysitter. To be careful who you have. Um, so with that being said, um, he molests you a couple of times and then what happens? Did you get pregnant or? I got pregnant and by me being the age I was I didn't know, you know by me being a child you know, I didn't know. So um, my mom began to get phone calls from the teacher for saying that I was pale and I said you know, how could I be pale you know so um, she began to take me to the doctor, and when I go to the doctor, they tell her, um, or they told me that I was like six months already, so they asked me, do I want to have an abortion or keep it? So by me being a child, I said, I want to get an abortion. Okay. So um, at that age, your mom would have to sign for you to get an abortion. Right. Did your mom sign for you to get an abortion? No. Okay, so she didn't sign for you to get an abortion. Um, was what did they question you um, about who took your innocence or anything like that? Um, at that time, no, they didn't. You know, they didn't ask. You know, at that time, they was like investigating, but you know, they didn't ask. Okay, so. All right, so you go through and you have this child. Yeah. So you have your first child at the age of 10. Right. Okay, so you're in the same um, same setting, you know, and so 10 years old, you have this, you have your child. So now you're having to grow up, not just be a elementary school child that's going outside, you know, playing, 
but now you're having to be a mother. Right. All right. So once you came home and he know they that they're investigating, did the abuse stop? No, it kept going. It kept going. Mm-hmm. All right. So um what do you mean by it kept going? What happened? Um it's same repeated, you know, same repeated, you know, my mama go to work, you know, he had, you know, start touching us, me and my sister, and um, after that or whatever, um, we went to school and uh, um, the counselor started questioning us, you know, what was going on and everything, because somebody already had to report it to the Department of Social Service. So, All right. And so meantime, um, everything has started over and you find out that you're pregnant again. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're pregnant again, and is it by the same guy? Yes, it's by the same guy. All right. So not only do you get pregnant, but your sister also get pregnant by him, correct? Correct. All right. So now this time you go in to deliver your child. Um, the authorities get involved, correct? Correct. So, um, once they get involved, were you guys separated from your mom after your um second child? Um. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what happened then? Did you go into like foster homes, group homes? What happened? We end up going to foster home. Um, for um, me and my me and one of my sister was together and my other um other two sisters they were separated from each other okay and so your children are also involved right now so were your children separated from you and your sister or no um i ended up taking both of them with you know it with me because they didn't separate us okay so the people who took you and your children also took in you and your sister. Uh-huh. So um all right, so now you have all of you guys are separated and um you know you'll be trying to uh-huh. trying to find out where to go and you know how life is gonna be pretty much. Uh-huh. And so the family that you end up with, um, were they a good family or um, that was a good foster parent. Very good. Okay. All right. And then, you know, you're growing up. You also have your children there. Were you and your children raised as sisters, like most, like really close, almost like sisters and brothers? Or did they still raise you as you're the mom? You know, we're here to help you. But those are your children. Um, they, We were raised as like sisters and brothers. Okay, so let's just make it clear for the audience. Your your oldest two children, one is a girl and one is a boy, correct? Uh-huh. Okay, so um, they go through this um, with you. And not only that, um, your sister has a child at this time too, correct? Correct. And so was that child in the home with you guys or separated from you? He was in the same home with us too. Okay, so... Now we have three babies involved, two sisters, and your your children are not just cousins, but they're siblings also. 
Right. All right. So now Department of Social Services involved. It's an investigation and everything. Do the courts get involved? Yes. So the courts get involved and is this man finally charged? Yes. All right. So he get charged. How many did um did he serve any time or what happened? Um, he got time. He got like a um, he got fifty for um, he got fifty years for me and fifty years for my sister. Wow! So he got a hundred years. Right. So he would never um get out. Right. Okay. So now let me ask you this because you have children by this man. Have your children ever built a relationship with their father? No. Mm. All right. So, um, he molests you guys and everything. So, let's just do a break for a second, but I need you to stay on. Okay. And um, we're going to do a commercial. And then when we come back, I want to find out um, what steps did you take for your healing? Okay. Okay. So stay on. So we're asking at um, this podcast is asking that our viewers share our podcast, help us build our listeners. And remember, the more the knows, the more we educate. So your support is necessary. Remember, listen, share, help us make everyone aware. Also, we use this app called Anchor. It is a free app. It um, connects to Spotify and all. Download it. It's free. You can deliver your podcast again on Spotify, Apple, and Podcasts right from your phone or your computer. It's everything you need to make the perfect podcast. Not only make a podcast, but make money as well. Again, download the purple app that says Anchor. Or you can go to the website at anchor.fm and download anchor.com. So, Shalina, let's get back to it. So okay. now you have went through this. What did you find out um, that going through the abuse you went through, did it um, traumatize you? Yes, it, it traumatized me a great deal. Okay. So um, growing, we, we skipped the part because I know that you was in elementary school. Did they allow you to continue um, regular elementary school, or did you have to go to a different um, type of school? Um, I had to go. Uh, they didn't let me finish elementary school, so I had to go to an alternative school with um, for um, bad kids and like people that was like failing their grades and stuff. People older than I was. All right. So um, bullying is a big thing today. Did you suffer with bullying when you um, went through that transition in your life? Yes. So let me ask you this before I ask you about your relationship with your mom. Have you um, done any type of counseling um, or anything to help you with your healing or your deliverance from what has happened to you? Yes. Um, I went to like different, um, but I had one main psychology that she was helping um, me through everything, talking to me because I always felt like, you know, it was my fault that, you know, I got molested, you know, I always felt in my heart, it was my fault 
But, you know, I come to terms that, you know, you know, it didn't matter. It wasn't my fault. But, you know, I already fought myself for it. And I wore, like, dark clothes and stuff, you know. You know, mm-hmm. I even want to take my life, you know, because I like, you know what? It's not worth me living for. You know, I felt like, you know, it, it was my fault that, you know, I got molested that I had my kids. All right. So you felt like it was your fault. But after you've done your therapy, has that helped you any? Um, It helped me a whole lot. Okay. And. So, what is your relationship like with your children, your older children? Um, we where we talk to my every day. Um, they know, you know, I'm their mama, and you know, um, well, they call me by my name. My son, he call me mom, but you know, we we have, you know, a relationship that you know we working on that you know. It, so you know, it's still we taking with, time. It uh, has been it has been years, but it's still taking time. Right. And and there's nothing wrong with that because you also have to realize that, you know, knowing your story and how they were um conceived, you know, it could bother them as well. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So now so I am so happy that you guys are building a bond and building a relationship because that is very important for the healing of all of you. Right. Um, I know also just listening to your story and you being a speaker for breaking the silence, have you going out, speaking out, um, not being shy, telling your story, has that helped you? Um, yeah, it helped me a whole lot because you know, I don't want other kids go through what I went through and back then you didn't hear about, you know molestation, nobody, you know, coming for, you know, telling, you know, hey, you know, I got molested by this person. You didn't hear that. So now, you know, we, you know, we got speakers now can go out and say, and somebody might be in the same predicament I was, and, you know, the, well, I can help them overcome, you know, look at me, you know, I overcame, you know, it was, so... It's not always easy, but right. speaking out and seeking the help that you need is so important. Right. So, you know, we tell people that all the time. Right. Seek help. And see, in the Black community, we're, we're often taught that what um, goes on in our home stay in our home. Right. But I'm so glad that you guys were able to get the help that you need. Right. Now, um, I know you said this was your mom's boyfriend and he was living in the home with you. Right. But have you forgiven your mom? Like, do you have a relationship with your mother? How is your relationship with her? Um, I forgave my mom because, you know, that's my mom. You only get one mom. And me and my mom relationship is great, you know, because some people would look, you know, because I'm telling my story. It's like I'm throwing my mom under the bus. If they really listen to the end of it, I forgave my mom, me and my mom, we close, you know, that's my ride or die chick. We close. That's right. That's right. And she is very supportive to breaking the silence. She is always with us when she she can be. Right. You know, um, she's very, very, very supportive. Right. And so, you know, um, she's your mom, and you know, most some of us have lost our mom, so she our mom too. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, 
And it's awesome that you're able to tell your story and, you know, get it out there and, you know, maybe help somebody else. And again, th- with this month being April, which is child sexual assault, um, not child sexual assault, but child abuse awareness month and sexual assault awareness month. Any way that we can to bring awareness, you know, we, we're doing what we can. And so right now doing the podcast and the different things like that is so helpful. Um, is there anything that you would want to say to our listeners? If you have, um, my thing, if you have small kids, girl or boy, you know, if you have a man or a female around your kids, I mean, listen to them. If they say, you know, this person touched me inappropriate, I don't feel comfortable, take a time out, you know, listen to your child, you know, your child's not going to lie to you because you don't want them, you know, turn up later is like, well, mom, he did touch me. Mom, she did touch me. And I, you know, I tried to tell you and you didn't want to listen to me. So, you know, I had to go tell somebody else, you know, what was going on. And so it's very important that we listen to our kids, grandkids. Mm -hmm. I mean, anybody, you know, it's important that we listen to the kids because, you know, they go through more than what we we ever been going through now, you know, because you never know when you got a predator, you know, scoping. Mm -hmm. And so I would say to anyone who's listening, to always make sure you have a clear communication with your children. If your child said he or she was touched, um, there are rape kits out there. You know, you can take the necessary, you know, um, procedures. Make sure that you listen, you communicate with them, you have an open relationship with your child. Do not just turn your back on them because you do not know what you can do to them. Now, if for whatever reason, if you do the lie detective test, if you do the rape kit, and you know, that will be a whole nother episode. If they're not telling the truth, why do they want this person away from them? So, you know, everything is a cry for help. We have to take mental health serious as well. It is so important, and especially in a time that we're living in right now. Right. Um, but, um, Shalina, we want to say thank you so much for joining in, you know, um, having this conversation with us, letting people know that it's okay to speak out. It's okay to bring awareness. And keep doing what you do. We greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate you. And you're welcome. So, listeners, um, we will tell you, as always, stay tuned, listen, share, be educated, mindful, and aware. Thank you for listening to us on tonight. Follow us on Facebook at Breaking the Silence on Domestic Violence, Inc. On Instagram at BTSDV. And on Twitter at Vernita Howard 3 And right here on our podcast, don't forget to share, share, share. Thank you guys and have a good night.